3: Welcome to another edition of the Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem Pittsburgh studios. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Feels like Friday.
4: <laughs> it feels like Friday, doesn't it? <laughs> we laughing about.
5: Oh boy! I just—I mean, everything's a mess here. Well,
4: you're usually very well organized. I know.
5: So I—I I, was—I printed out all of the material mm-hmm. for today's radio program, mm-hmm. and I went in to pick it up, yep. and everything—it was like the printer vomited and that, that, everything is turned around like
4: that printer is that printer in the in the office there no that, the oh, gary's the printer. printer oh geez
5: so now i don't
4: yeah that's okay
5: i'm not really sure what we're talking about on today's show no
4: you were fine we'll just make it up as we go do along you think? why should today be any different <laughs> despite your organiza- organizational problems. i prowess?
5: try i really try you to do, be yeah. organized you know
4: you were gone the last couple of days and yeah uh, how'd that go well fine and uh we didn't even have a clock we you didn't <laughs> We just, no, we didn't even have a clock. <laughs> well, neither one of you cared. Nope. Our, Gary made it work. and our, I said, first, I was like, I don't have a clock for you. He's like, it's okay. Yeah, but by day two, you didn't do the top four at four. Right. And, of course, you didn't have to do what? Does this make sense? Does
3: this make sense? Right. Yeah. The top
4: four at four, that's a particular calf thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it is. It's like a,
5: Which I, is his way of saying, Gary, that it. whenever I'm not here, Forget it. it's not going to happen. Not, I mean, yeah. you know.
4: I'm not a newsman, Gary. Mm-hmm. You know that. I mean, Kath maybe had that aspirations uh-huh. to be Jane Pauley or something. I don't <laughs> no, know. No, I
5: want Patty. Patty
4: Burns. Patty Burns. Patty yeah, Burns. that's fine. I that's fine. And does that make you daddy? No. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> i that's, hope not
4: that's really funny <laughs> no, it's, it's really that's really sad wrong. if that's the case that is wrong yeah yeah what the heck? oh my god are you good you good anyway i
5: no i'm good i think i have okay, all the papers fabulous. in the right order now Excellent. so when i am reading the top four if something goes not wrong four
4: at 4 15 maybe mm-hmm. what do you think somewhere in that ballpark <laughs> i'm yeah. good
5: you guys look i'm ready yeah. to go
4: all right well heck i mean i'm not going <laughs> to slow you down then wait wait is it is it time for me to tell you tell me what
5: <laughs> your weekend has begun
4: heck yeah it is very nice Yay! what do you say thank you sir Woo! <laughs> Six minutes past the 4 o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. I think at least in this corner of the world, all is right and well, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, There's nobody back in the sales office.
5: Well, of course, they they left. It's Friday. They left at 1 o'clock. They're
4: gone. What the heck? There's cobwebs back there.
5: You guys, we picked the wrong side. Kind of. Of the station, we did, yeah,
4: right, yeah. Because you always hear, but people say, oh, yeah, I always used to be on air, but then I saw, oh, right, then I saw the light. Oh, then you kind of go, oh, I got like a big L on (laughs) my forehead.
5: (laughs) Shouldn't be a surprise, The
4: Heck, no. All right, Kath, please. I don't want to hold you back. No, I'm ready to go, John. Delve into the news stories today without further ado. Please give us the top four at four.
5: It is a Friday. Mm -hmm. Your weekend has begun. Thank you. It's the 7th of October, 2022. Mm -hmm. Number one. The Nobel Peace Prize was jointly awarded to Belarusian political activist Alice Lover, maybe, and uh, organizations from Russia and Ukraine for promoting the right to criticize power and protect human rights. And by the way, it's a man. Oh. Okay, sorry, Mr. Bieliodsky who is currently in detention, was among the main players who helped foster a pro-democracy movement in Belarus in the late 80s, later founding a group known as Vyazna, which is also called in English, Spring, to protest new dictatorial powers for the country's president. He was imprisoned from 2011 to 2014, arrested again in 2020 after widespread protests against the government of Lukashenko. He is currently being held without trial. Still in prison. Still in prison. prison. The prize also awarded to the Russian Human Rights Organization Memorial, established in 87 by activists in the former Soviet Union who wanted to chronicle the victims of communism. Um, And they are still at it. Um, Memorial is the joint winner. Uh, The committee has tackled the increasingly autocratic leadership in Russia for the second time, and I mean the the Nobel Committee. Uh, Dmitry Muratov, you might remember this editor-in-chief of the Russian Novaya Gazeta newspaper that he helped to found in 1933. Won the prize last year for his efforts to safeguard freedom of expression. So, and do you remember that he was the guy that donated his winnings, which I think was a half a million dollars yeah. to charity?
7: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. He's a very interesting person to me. Let me say his name again uh, Dmitry Muratov. He was the one who won last, last year. year. Anyway, so congratulations to Mr. Bialyatsky and the organization Memorial in Russia. Thanks. Number two, the city of Philadelphia. Where do you hear this story, John? issued an apology for the unethical medical experiments performed on mostly black inmates at its Holmesburg prison from the 1950s through the 1970s. The city allowed University of Pennsylvania researcher Dr. Albert Klingman to conduct dermatological biochemical, and pharmaceutical experiments that intentionally exposed 300 black inmates to viruses, fungus, asbestos, and chemical agents, including dioxin, a component of Agent Orange. How about that? Many of the men were awaiting trial and trying to save money for bail, and many of them were illiterate.
4: And- I wonder how many are alive.
5: Yeah, that's a good question. Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney said, quote, Without excuse, we formally and officially extend a sincere apology to those who were subjected to this inhumane, horrific abuse. We are also sorry it took far too long to hear these words that's from cbs news number three a pink diamond was sold for 49.9 million dollars in hong kong today setting a world record for the highest price per carat of any diamond ever sold it's uh, 11.5 carats the williamson pink star diamond auctioned by sotheby's hong kong it's sold for 392 million hong kong dollars which, of course, I already said, is forty nine point nine of ours. Uh, but guess what? Its original estimate was. This is they thought it would sell for twenty one million, and it went for forty nine
4: got that kind of money. No, I don't know. Want a ring? Want some diamonds?
5: Yeah, I would like that. It's from the AP, and to close it out, I've got a weird animal story for you, John. Always happy. The Pennsylvania Fish and Boat Commission this week launches restoration efforts for the blue catfish. I saw this. They're stocking it in the Allegheny, the Mon, and the Ohio, native to the major rivers of the Ohio basin. The blue catfish kind of lost its way simply because of pollution and habitat change, but they feel like it's time to bring him back. They're beautiful. The blue catfish can weigh more than 100 pounds. Mm. Stocking in the Ohio River will begin this week with three to five inch fingerlings. That's your top four. At
4: four, excellent. So if you're an angler, something fun's coming. A hundred
5: pound wow. fish, a hundred pound catfish. Would that be incredibly ugly?
4: And no, it'd be cool. And they're, they they well, are I mean, beautiful. Have I, you seen I'm, the blue? Well, they're they're catfish.
5: I think beautiful is a little bit
4: of a stretch. No, I, think I mean it's saw a fascinating
5: one. creature. I'm glad they exist. I don't know if I'd stack beautiful onto there.
4: Maybe. If you were a fisherman, you might think otherwise. A hundred pounds. Just don't stick some illegal weights in the mouth or something like that. They, right? Yeah,
5: exactly. We don't yeah. want to be like Yuri.
4: No. Heck. All right. Very good. Very nice. Taking a break? <laughs>
5: Thank you, John. You sound surprised. Well, no, no,
4: it's fine. I but mean, that's a top four to four. Just
5: because the pages were in the wrong order, you thought, well, I she's was... not going to come up with anything.
4: <laughs> no. I know that's your domain, and I'm happy that it is. Can now I'm up to date. What the heck? Great. Very, very good. All right, Richard Miles gonna be with us next. How to be a patriotic Christian. There's been an awful lot of talk about Christian nationalism. Richard Miles will talk about that next. It's the ride home. We are Pittsburgh's Christian talk on 101.5 Word FM.
8: 101.5 W-O-R-D. I won! I won! And we
9: want you to win, too. So sign up to receive our contests and sweepstakes updates. Each Friday, you can see new opportunities to win. We regularly give out prizes from books, music, and merchandise to household items, even vacation trips or car payments. Stay up on all the fun. Subscribe to our contests and sweepstakes updates mailed
2: each Friday. Sign up today at wordfm.com slash subscribe.
10: At the Original Mattress Factory, we use only the highest quality materials in our mattresses, and that starts with our inner springs. We build our mattresses with interlaced inner springs because we believe you deserve the best. But mainstream mattress brands use a lower quality encased coil system. So we put both springs to the test to find out which provides better support, conformance, and motion separation. You can see the results for yourself in our new video. Visit originalmattress.com or our YouTube channel to see how each inner spring performed.
11: You wouldn't wear pants that are too tight or a shirt that doesn't fit just right. Just like clothes, there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all mattress. At the Original Mattress Factory, we know that everyone has unique comfort preferences. Our knowledgeable, friendly sales team is here to help guide you and answer any questions you may have. Our no-pressure shopping experience allows our customers to take their time to find the mattress that meets their unique needs. Visit an OMF location today to see the Original Mattress Factory difference for yourself.
12: Christian television is one of the best ways to tell the world the truth, where you don't have to live in chaos and you can access peace and hope and that there is a God who loves you.
6: Bridge of Hope is coming soon on Cornerstone Television Network. Get involved and hear from special guests, Auntie Ann Beeler, founder of Auntie Ann's Pretzels, David and Nicole Binion, Jay Gilbert, Mike Smalley, and Jennifer Evaz. Join us October 3rd through 7th at 8 p.m. on Cornerstone Television Network.
9: Train up a child in the way they should go.
13: Doug. Hey, listener. Welcome to Limu's Karaoke Lounge, where Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need, and the music never stops. Hit it.
10: There's an emu with a full-time job. His partner's Doug, but Limu's the heartthrob. Grubs and worms, that's what Limu eats. Gotta fuel up
0: to save you money and hit the streets.
13: Only pay for what you need at
4: LibertyMutual.com. Liberty,
7: Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. <laughs>
4: Of course, if you've been reading, following along these last several years, there's been a lot of conversation about Christian nationalism, right? The rise of Christian nationalism. Well, our next guest, Richard Mao, has been with us many, many years. He's got a brand new workout and uh, how to be a patriotic Christian and Richard, welcome back. Uh, Hey, good to be with you. Always a pleasure, Richard. Christian nationalism is not the same thing as being a patriotic Christian, is it?
14: No, no. No, it's not. And it's theism part. Really, that's the problem. I, You know, we, we do live in a nation. It's a nation that certainly has some Christian influences on it. And, you know, those are worth talking about as well. But when you have a, a you know, you, you see your nation as Christian and you have to be devoted to it uh, because it's, doing the will of God uh, that gets pretty dangerous. Yeah.
5: Okay. So so help us to figure I mean we we've all I hopefully pretty much everybody in our listening audience has thought about this, Richard, um, because there have been so many challenges to how we look at politics in the country over the last couple of years, I'd say six or seven years, but also in how we think about church post-COVID. So people are thinking, okay, so I don't really, I go to my church maybe twice a month now if I go, and so maybe my allegiance isn't as much to the church, maybe my allegiance is now more to my political politi- party. Political party. Um, what is What does that do to a, a person, or what 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 does that do to a a country if that's what happens?
14: It's it's certainly pretty bad for for the church. And and I think it's bad for the country as well. You know, the the real thing is, Kathy, our absolute loyalty has to be to the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And there are times when we even have to uh, go against our church. I mean, you know, Martin Luther did that, and there are a lot of cases of that. Uh, our loyalty is through Jesus, who is really the king of our lives and really the king over the whole creation. And that means we don't give that kind of loyalty to a nation or to a church. You
4: know? Richard, now, is there a way that scripture guides us to look at, you know, the idea of staying away from Christian nationalism, to be patriotic to your country, but to yeah. be a Christian first?
14: Yeah, you know, in my book, I look at a number of biblical texts. The obvious one that most people will quote is, Render unto Caesar. You know, that which is Caesar unto God, that which is God, as if somehow there's a whole area of life that belongs to Caesar and, and God doesn't have anything to do with it, which is wrong. Uh, Romans 13, that the powers that be are being of God. I especially like 1 Peter 2, where he talks about the. Uh, that we need to honor the emperor. We need to honor the country of which we're citizens Mm -hmm. as Christians. But at the same time, we are to fear the Lord. You know, and the Greek word there is phobia. It's a very strong, you know, phobia. I mean, it's a very strong thing. Uh, We honor the United States government and we fear the Lord. And we uh, love the church. But we honor all human beings as well, and so when we have a government that we're called to honor, but we're called to honor also all human beings, we got to say, well, what? How is it serving all human beings? You know, and uh, those are very important questions. But there's nothing in the in the Bible that says that we have to give our absolute devotion to any any human government at all.
4: Now, oftentimes, and I think this is pretty common, maybe not so much now, maybe even more so, I guess, depending upon where you go. When you go into sanctuaries, many churches display the American flag. Uh, I Personally, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, it sort of just identifies you, but many people do. What are your thoughts on the flag in the, in the sanctuary?
14: Yeah, well, I mean, there are many people who, uh, if the preacher were to say, you know, we ought not to have the flag in the
4: in our in our
14: sanctuary, it would be the preacher who goes, and not the flag. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, the flag is a symbol of our love of our country, and uh, I tell the stories of, the, you know, a couple of nights after nine eleven, uh, uh, we went to the Hollywood Bowl, and and they they showed the spotlight on the flag up in the sky, and I started to cry. Yeah, you know? sure. Uh, I love the flag. Yep. And uh, like you, I, that's not a huge deal. The flag, you know, you, you, most churches uh, have uh, many churches these days have gymnasiums, and they have a flag in the gymnasium or in the the school, uh, you know, auditorium. Uh, I I do think that the danger is that we will sort of. Uh, Seeing the flag in church would give the sense that God and country go together in some intimate right. way. And that can be bad. But, you know, I, I also think it's a teaching moment, you know. I, I You know, we sing these wonderful uh, songs, and I, as I say in my book, you know, before I started writing it, I actually went and studied all of the patriotic songs, and many of them have really good stuff in them, I yeah. mean, you know. God shed his grace on thee. God mend thine every flaw, you know? Oh, isn't that great? And, 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 and so if the flag is there in the sanctuary, uh, if it's all already there, you're not going to get it out of there as a preacher. But you, you might want to say, hey, folks, you know, we're reminded that we're here in the United States of America. It's Memorial Day weekend or it's the Fourth of July weekend. And it's a good time to think about our country. And so the flag can remind us of that. And to uh, sing that song that we just sang, that we ask God to mend our many flaws. Mm-hmm. And we need to think together as believers, what are the flaws that we ask God, by God's grace, you know, uh, to, to repair in our lives. I think we need more of that kind of talk. And if a fly can make that happen, then that's good, you know? But a lot of pastors, I know pastors who, you know, I tell a story lover, the story a my work, say, well, I just made it through a Memorial Day weekend, and now I got to get ready for the Fourth of July. you know? <laughs> And uh, yeah. uh, but you know, to think about the teaching ministry of the church—what does it mean to be a citizen? What does it mean to honor the flag? What does it mean to love your country? These are good questions for Christians.
5: Dr. Richard Mao is with us. His latest book is called How to Be a Patriotic Christian, Love of Country as Love of Neighbor. Richard is the professor of faith and public life at Fuller Theological Seminary in sunny Pasadena, where he served as president for more than 20 years. Um, Richard, one of my favorite poems in the world and certainly my favorite poem about um, about our country is Let America Be America Again by Langston Hughes. And one yeah. of the things that I – one of my favorite lines from that is um, a land that has never been yet and mm-hmm. yet must be a land where every man is free. So he's saying that this is the way America was set up. And we have to love how America was set up. And we have to love the ideals of America. And yet, while we also recognize it hasn't ever been that way yet, but we're still working toward that. But so you have to recognize both things, the beauty of the idea and accepting the fact that we haven't done it.
14: No, that's actually, actually really... A very good point, and that Langston Hughes poem is is wonderful. So that when we say we love our country, we love what it stands for. We love what it could be if it lived up to its ideals, you know. And uh, we're aware of things in our past that have been bad, you know. Sure. The ways in which we treated our Native peoples, you know, and we have these stories. Thanksgiving is coming up, and... You know, we'll probably still hear how wonderful it was that the pilgrims invited the Indians to eat turkey and, and, and mashed potatoes uh, on Thanksgiving. But, you know, that's not true. And, uh, we need to be more honest in telling the stories. If we're people who love the truth, we've got to, we've got to look truthfully at those stories. But to, also to say, you know, they had an opportunity there that they messed up. And, uh, we need to begin thinking about how we can undo some of the things that we've done with our native. We're getting a lot of evidence now of the ways in which even white Christians who've run schools on reservations have uh, been inexcusably cruel to native kids. And, you know, we need to take all that seriously. And it's okay because God wants us to know our sins and to confess our sins, and He's promised that. He can do good things and fulfill the lengths that he's promised there.
7: Mm
4: -hmm. Very nice. Richard Maio, his newest work is How to Be a Patriotic Christian. Richard, uh, let's take a a little different turn here. If you were in Pittsburgh, you would see it's a sort of prototypical fall day. It's cloudy. It's chilly. Uh, The only thing that would make it even more perfect on this fall day is that there would be playoff baseball. But you, in sunny California... Sitting atop uh, the Dodgers and their record 111 yeah. wins, Richard, you got, got baseball in your future, friend, don't you?
14: Yeah, we do, we do, and my my grandkids who are Yankee fans have it in
4: their oh. in their future as well. How but, can that be? The yeah. Yankee Yankee fans in your family. I know it's terrible. It right is now. terrible. I mean,
14: I, but this is a case, too, where, you know, just like with my country, I've got to love my grandkids and I've got to be critical <laughs> of them when they fail to live up to their promise. You know? it's, it's, a, it's a
5: fallen world, Richard. What can yeah. we say? Yeah. Bad, fabulous.
14: Yeah. Right. But I do wish you well during this season. You know, you get, you got a football team.
7: They're not, not know, a good a football team, but thanks for asking. You're
5: you know,
4: you know. It's still good. It's all good, Richard, right? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be alive.
5: We're glad to be here. And it's yeah. always good. Richard, uh you had a stroke a few months ago and you sound, uh, great. You sound terrific. Tell us how the recovery's going.
14: You know, it's, it's going really well. In fact my my uh rehab people. Uh, I just had one here a little while ago today and He's saying, boy, you're really coming along. I can walk without a walker. Oh, that's awesome, Richard. And and But they've said, you've got to be careful. It's the most dangerous time because you know, I've still got some balance problems, and I can't take too many chances because if I were to fall and break my hip, I'd be, be, be in trouble for years. So, yes, yeah. No, but I'm I'm really grateful for the help that I'm giving and getting. And, uh I'm doing well. Yeah, Excellent. I'm good. It's hopeful. Yeah. That's terrific. Richard, we
7: love you. We do.
14: Hey, love I you. I love you guys. Yeah, it's great to be with you. And I do wish that as sports fans, you could have a little better, better life.
4: We live vicariously through you, Richard. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Keep hey, on trucking, friends. Talk soon. Hey, thanks so much. Very nice. Yes. How to be a patriotic Christian. Listen, it's fabulous. Richard Mao, check it out
15: Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.
16: What if I told you you can save a baby's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant girls and women who otherwise might choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a click or phone call away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or click on the preborn banner at wordfm.com.
9: You're not who you were 25 years ago. Your life's more complex. People change, families change, and the law changes. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy & Hagerman, and a proper estate plan should keep up with those changes. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer, someone who's really good at making complex concepts sound so simple so you can protect what's yours and to ensure that your will is done. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law.
5: Do you need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blinds, shades, and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Blindster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. Don't overpay for new new blinds shop today and save big
8: blindster.com we are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 wordfm pittsburgh at wordfm.com the word fm mobile app iheart TuneIn, and odyssey
1: Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight with a low of 39. Partly sunny tomorrow, breezy and cool will reach a high of 55. A moonlit sky tomorrow night. There can be frost in the normally colder spots. Make sure to cover your outdoor plants. We'll see a low of 37. Plenty of sunshine Sunday, a nice end of the weekend. We'll reach a high Sunday of 60. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon.
4: Now, for this or that, it's our weekly feature. I've got a list. Kath has a list. We just choose one or the other. Kath, let me give you my list for this week, all right?
5: I'm super excited about all right, it, John. here we go. Wait, let me get it
4: comfortable. <clears throat> no theme, nothing like that. No theme, just, no,
5: because no, why would you use a you, theme? You tend to
4: do the themes. Yeah, that's
5: all right. I'm theme related. Go ahead. I'm ready.
4: In pain, sitting up.
5: Uh, yes. In pain, lying down. <laughs> well, I mean, if I'm going to be in pain, I think I'd probably choose lying down. All
4: right, good. Episcopalian, Anglican.
5: Uh, I choose... See, I'm going to offend people when I say this. I choose Anglican. I can't say it, but
4: I choose it. Tony Evans. Yes. Paul Shepard.
5: Oh, that's mean. I love those guys. Uh, Paul Shepard is my faith, though. Tony Evans is second, though. Because Tony was mad at me that time that I met him and I put a Steeler jersey on. It didn't go well. He was
4: angry. A loaf of bread. Single-serving communion.
5: A loaf of bread. Mm. The single-serving thing is... Truly sad to me.
4: Grape juice. Wine.
5: It doesn't matter much to me. Right. Okay, I'm going to say grape juice.
4: All right. Stained glass church windows. A church bell.
5: Oh. I can't, Can you have one without the other? Yeah, sure. But I don't like to. I don't want to. Okay, I choose... The stained glass windows, mm. but I love a bell.
4: Yes, of course, right. love a bell, especially when you're home. I
5: love a Can good you hear bell. A bell in your yes, I love an old bell, like yeah. when you're in Europe and you hear the bells, mm. like super hundred-year-old, four hundred-year-old bells. Those are the kind of bells I like.
4: Lovely. The Allman Brothers, the average white band.
5: <laughs> that was a big uh, average white band.
4: Mm. Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Kenny Woods.
5: <laughs> well, for sure. I mean. Ten times out of ten times, Kenny Woods.
4: All right.
5: Though I want Kenny Pickett to do very well on Sunday.
4: Local anesthesia. General (laughs) anesthesia. I choose local, John. (laughs) Okay. All right. Shake it off, right? (laughs) Reading the print edition. Reading it on your iPad. Well, I know that I would like the print edition, but I'll choose iPad. Okay. Rahab. Mary Magdalene.
5: Oh. Oh, they're both so good. Um... I'm going Rahab because okay. she's just tricky. She was a smart lady. Yeah, she was. Not that Mary Magdalene wasn't, but you know, Loretta Lynn. Yeah,
4: Dolly Parton. Mmm, Dolly. Hmm. Aaron Judge. Aaron Rogers.
5: Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. Yes, over and over.
4: Kmart stores. Spirit Halloween stores.
5: <laughs> well, they're one in the same now. Sadly, oh, yeah. <laughs> sadly, um, I. Those are. That's Does that spirit thing give you the willies? No. Okay. It's big business. All right, willie. I've i choose I've never been inside then. one,
4: though. Okay. Right?
5: Well, then why do you know? I don't know.
4: Just okay. drive by them. Okay, All that's right. my this or that. Thank you.
5: All right, the Major League Baseball playoffs start. They're, they've already started, actually. No, they started second. They're going right now. In. Yeah. Um, the Pirates aren't in them. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I give you uh, the left out again edition mm, of this or that.
4: Left out. Are you ready? But, yeah, thank you.
5: Okay. Number one. Watching Major League Baseball playoffs that the Pirates aren't in or watching NFL playoffs the Steelers aren't in.
4: Well, I'm very used to watching the playoffs the Pirates aren't in, so I'm just going to do the same well thing stick again. With that. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
5: Number 2, being picked last for kickball or striking out in T-ball.
4: <laughs> no one strikes out in T-ball, so I'll say striking out in T-ball. Oh, cuz that
5: doesn't yeah. happen. No. Number 3, John. Being left off of the recycling team at the convent. Mm. Or not making the drum and bugle corps.
4: Oh. Oh, boy. I long to be the convent recycling team. <laughs> and that was very, very Isn't special. Isn't that great? Yeah. So, I love that so Yeah, much. yeah. I'll, t- I'll choose that. Would
5: you yeah. choose that? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Left Out Again edition of This or That. This mm-hmm. is number four. Ryan Gosling in Lars and the Real Girl. Oh, yeah. Or Tom Hanks in Castaway.
4: Oh. I love Lars and the Real, real Girl. Do yourself a favor. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Lars and the Real Girl. It is so good. Yep.
5: Number five, not getting the part you wanted in a play, or not getting the girl you wanted.
4: Uh, Both painful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, standing at the at the call sheet and not seeing your name. I can't say it's never happened. that. I'll choose that. Would you? Yeah. Okay. Your name not on the call sheet. Yeah. Very painful.
5: Very, very. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, number six, the kids from The Outsiders mm. or the kids from Stranger Things?
4: The kids from Stranger Things. Thank yeah. you. Because they're a nice group. Aren't they? But all, they've all grown up.
5: Well, mm-hmm. y- not that you would know since you no. haven't watched it. Number seven, the Pens after Sid retires or the Steelers after Ben retires?
4: Ooh. The Pens after Sid retires. Uh, to me, that was cataclysmic. That really was.
5: Number eight, the Pips or the Supremes?
4: Oh, uh, the Supremes. Number nine. Thank you.
5: The notable number of former Pirates who are in this year's Major League Baseball playoffs. Painful. Or the notable number of people who've gotten an insurance payout from their car accident <laughs> before you.
4: Yeah. The, I wonder about that. What I is guess going I, on with I that? I guess that's just gone forever. I don't know. Number 10. All right.
5: Being picked on by your five sisters, John, your mm. whole blessed life yeah. or... Jeffrey Chico getting to Winkie's before you Oh,
4: Jeffrey Chico I still bear a grudge against that guy His mom picked him up and drove him to Winkie's Who did that in the 60s? 1.5
11: 1.5 WORD. I was sitting there and I seen the ultrasound and I just seen the baby. And at that moment, I wanted to keep the baby. She said they go to heartbeat.
2: You've heard that seeing is believing. That's certainly true when it comes to pregnancies. It's been shown that abortion minded women who see their babies on an ultrasound are likely to have that baby. Today, you can provide a free ultrasound for a pregnant woman for just $28, the cost to save the life of a baby. So whether you want to save one or five or hundreds of babies, Word FM and Preborn are here to help. Call today, 833-850-BABY or go to wordfm.com.
12: Christian television is one of the best ways to tell the world the truth, where you don't have to live in chaos and you can access peace and hope and that there is a God who loves you.
6: Bridge of Hope is coming soon on Cornerstone Television Network. Get involved and hear from special guests, Auntie Ann Beeler, founder of Auntie Ann's Pretzels, David and Nicole Binion, Jay Gilbert, Mike Smalley, and Jennifer Evaz. Join us October 3rd through 7th at 8 p.m. on Cornerstone Television Network.
9: Meet Brad. Brad's hard at work, or at least his website is. Ever since he added live chat with Salem Surround, Brad's customers are getting their questions answered 24-7. Website purchases have gone up 35%, and they're over three times more likely to buy from him again. No bots, just real people helping real people. Live chat, one of the easiest, most affordable ways Salem Surround can increase your business while you do other things or nothing at all. Ask us how at SurroundPittsburgh.com. Bachman's Roofing and
2: Solar is your local award-winning roofer. Stop waiting. It's time to inspect your roof and protect your home's number one asset. With no interest and no payment financing for 12 months, Bachman's Roofing is your easy choice for roofing, gutters, and solar. Did you know Bachman's Roofing is one of the number one GAF solar-integrated roofing installers in the USA? Go with Bachman's, go with solar, and install the roof that pays for itself. Call 412-750. Four four eighty three ninety, or visit Bachman'sRoofing.com.
9: Hearth and Home Furnishings in Zelienople offers plenty of ways to get cozy this fall bring beauty, value, and warmth to your home with their wide selection of american made gas, electric, and wood burning fireplaces. Or choose the authentic rustic charm of a gas or wood burning stove or insert, and their realistic vented gas logs allow you to set the mood without the mess. Relax and get comfortable with Hearth and Home Furnishings in Opal at hearthandhomepa.com.
8: WORD-FM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. All
4: right. Every week, Kath and I peruse Twitter far too much, so you don't have to. (laughs) These are our likes for the week, things we found interesting or somehow affected us. Kath, you want to go? No, you go first, John. All right. Here's my first like, Dick Vitale. Oh, Dick Vitale. I have a tough time buying that it's okay to cheat to gain stardom. Just listen to all those that refuse to recognize Aaron Judge as the all-time home run leader with 62. I absolutely refuse to buy that cheating is okay and should be rewarded. End of story.
5: Thank you. Thank you. Thank
4: you. Fabulous. Aaron Judge is the home run king.
5: A happier day tweeted this today, John. Meet Otis. Last year's champion and four-time winner of Fat Bear Week mm. at Alaska's Katmai National Park.
4: A new champion.
5: This is, no, this is last year's, okay. just to inspire us to vote.
4: Oh, boy. That is a big bear. Otis, it's a large boy. Holy smokes. What do you think he weighs? Show him on well, screen. Oh, show him on screen. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Okay, yeah, sure. let me pull up Otis Fabulous. here because he's awesome. Holy moly. Wait, you, you, you pressed right, this the way. thing. No, no. Oh, no, wait. No, see, there you go. There we go. That's complex. Very good. That's a big boy. He is not on Weight Watchers.
5: No, he's not on Weight Watchers, but he shouldn't be because Fat Bear Week, he would not win.
4: Mm -hmm. Fabulous. All right, Dan White Jr., friend of ours, he says this. Jesus demonstrated one of the surest ways to connect with others across political and social divides. Share a meal, tell stories, ask good questions.
5: Mm, Aren't they good? Yeah.
4: Makes sense, doesn't it?
5: Boy, if we did that with our family every day, mm-hmm. do you think how much further ahead we'd be?
4: Yep. Share a meal.
5: Dustin Benge tweeted this today. On this day in 1536, William Tyndale was strangled and burned at the stake for translating the scriptures into English for the common man. Wow. His final words, Lord, open the king of England's eyes. Wow. You think about what... You know, the queen professing her faith in Christ and it being proclaimed at her funeral and all of the assorted things. He was praying for the. And there it was. The monarch. Right there. I wonder how many times she read those words. It's a good
4: question. Fabulous. The Washington Free Press had an interview with Kanye, of all people. Okay. Now, he is controversial. You think? He's a little wackadoodle sometimes. Mm -hmm. But in this interview, he says this. I'm pro-life. There's more black babies being aborted than born in New York City at this point. Fifty yep. percent of black death in America is abortion. So I really don't care about people's responses. I perform for an audience of one, and that's God. All right, I like that. Do it, Kanye. I
5: like. That's the thing about Kanye, is he he says something or he does something that I really like yep. a lot, and then he's he can an be idiot. I don't know what to say. I like him. Pittsburgh Pirates rant podcast says this, and you're the one who sent it to me, John. Ex pirate Quintana. We'll start tomorrow afternoon versus the Phillies. Ex-Pirate Glasnow will get the start Saturday afternoon versus the Guardians. Ex-Pirate Musgrove (laughs) will get the start Saturday night versus the Mets. And in the divisional series, Tyone, Cole, Anderson, and Charlie Morton all get starts.
4: Yep. Uh, Always our castaways, right? Players to be named later. Trading for. Oh my gosh, that's so depressing. Yeah, it's depressing. David O. Taylor, he he tweeted this prayer, which I thought significant. He says, Oh, Lord, you who are able to do far more than I could ask or imagine, help me, I pray, to be kind and compassionate to my fellow believer when I would rather hold on to resentment and judgment so that we may together experience your beautiful reconciling love. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, isn't
5: that good to see on Twitter? Yeah. When it's all about, I hate you and I hate your team. And I hate your posse, yeah. and I hate your denomination, and I hate your color, and yeah. I hate everything else.
4: Oftentimes, there are people, stalwarts of yep. Christian faith, are who are very it. faithful. Yeah.
5: Yep. Speaking of people who are faithful online, Beth Moore. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Beth is going to be putting her dog to sleep tomorrow. Oh. Queen Esther, who's been around for a long time. And this is what she said today. I promise you this these last 30 hours we will have with her in our sight, I will not watch Queen Esther's waistline she shall eat like a king kings in pigs in a blanket for breakfast this morning beef stew for supper tonight and all the time lord jesus have mercy on all our aching hearts mm.
4: one of the worst times in a family's it's life so the worst yep. awful Nate Pyle says this if you assume if you assume people left the faith when they left your politics you revealed your faith is your politics
7: oh boy
4: very
5: good yeah that's very um, I want to give props to the cultural tutor it's one of my very favorite yeah. follows on Twitter okay. and um, just this week he posted uh, one piece of fine art for every year oh of gosh. the 20th century it, in chronological order did that blow your mind it's incredible didn't you love
4: it how long did that take to cure I don't know. Like
5: But it's so – if you're on Twitter, go to the Cultural Tutor and look at that. Whoever this guy or this girl is who runs this site, it's worth the whole price of admission being there. You
4: would sit there for hours. You really could.
5: It's that good.
4: good. Someone named Eric Elper tweeted this. Dolly Parton wrote Jolene and I will always love you on the same day. On the same day. That's talent. All right. That's our Twitter
3: likes for the week. International travel is open again. So now is the perfect time for that trip to Israel, the trip of a lifetime. A trip to the Holy Land will bring you face to face with one of the most fascinating countries on Earth more than just a vacation this meaningful trip is your opportunity to enjoy the freedom to travel again walking the ancient streets of jerusalem where jesus walked sailing the sea of galilee and floating in the mineral rich dead sea with its healing and rejuvenating power sebastian gorka and dinesh d'souza along with our trusted travel partner inspiration cruises and tours personally invite you to experience israel with them this november to book your trip to israel Log on to StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Then call 855-565-5519 to secure your spot. Call today, 855-565-5519. The coming midterms may be the most important election in the history of our country.
0: The battle lines are drawn. The War for America's Soul is on the line. Now is your chance to help freedom win. Join Salem Media Group and this station for the Battleground Talkers Tour coming in October. The best minds in conservative media and thought will dissect the coming election. Learn who is on the right side. Join us for a vigorous discussion about the issues that are so crucial to you, your family, and community. The economy and inflation. The border crisis. Our civil rights under a higher taxes, and the effects the Biden administration is having on this country. The Battleground Talkers Tour will be something you never forget and could make the difference in this coming election. Join us.
9: Wired Differently presents Gallagher, Hewitt, Prager, and Tatum. The Battleground Talkers Tour, Thursday, October 20th at the Doubletree by Hilton and Greentree. Tickets at wordfm.com. Sponsored in part by
4: Abernethy and Hagerman Law. Hi, this is John Hall. You've all helped build My Pillow into the incredible company it is today, and I've trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. On top of the special exclusively from my listeners on the Perkel and Giza Dream bed sheets, marked down as low as $29.98, Mike is now changing the game with his three-piece towel set. The set is made with USA cotton, making it extremely absorbent, yet still providing that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with one bath, one hand towel, one washcloth, typically retailing for $49.99. Now, for a limited time, you get this three-piece towel set for the low price of $19.98 with a promo code WORD. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. It's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use promo code WORD. These offers will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bedsheets. sheets.
5: So in today's PG there was a, a more lengthy description than I had seen before of the new plans for downtown and the north shore. So this is the area between the Three Sisters Bridges. Okay? So I'm not sure all I know is the Clemente 1. I know which one that is, but I you know if you obviously they're all the same. But from one end if you can picture to the other end They're going to be making some changes on both sides of the water.
4: Okay, I know both sides of those very well. Um, Okay, they could use some help.
5: So you know the North Shore part; it's nice, but it's not—it's not great, right over there, right? So it was like there were walking paths that were connecting those office buildings that kind of sit up, right? You can go down. Sure. Um, So they changed the landscaping several times to make it more inviting, but the areas never really caught on as much as they hoped that it would. So yesterday, River Life, which that's one word, held a ceremonial groundbreaking for the latest effort to fix that area, or to not to fix it, but to just kind of pump it up a little bit, and also to change things on the downtown side. Um, This is the agency that has overseen riverfront development all over that area. Um, Anyway, so... This is going to be a coordinated effort, John, to revitalize the five blocks between the three sister bridges on both sides of the Allegheny. Okay. Like so, um, in addition to dock work at Allegheny Landing, um, there are plans for computerized decorative lighting on the bridges. We talked about that, yeah. that LED light display, sure. which I don't like the idea of.
4: Yeah, they want to have, you know, some little art show.
5: Yeah, right? I don't really like that, but that's okay. They didn't ask me, and so they don't care what I think. Um, redesign of Allegheny's Riverfront Park on the downtown side of the river. Um, the Andy Warhol Museum's pop-up street galleries. Okay. Okay. Um, additional changes to Allegheny Landing itself um, that will make it more inviting to North Shore visitors. Okay. Um The process begins with the $700,000 project to build new boat docks to replace those severely damaged by ice jams three years ago. Um, Crews from Marion Hill Associates of New Brighton working from a barge and in the water Thursday place new specially treated wooden dock supports delivered from Houston, and another contractor is going to install the deck to provide spaces for 15 boats.
4: So is that on the north side? It's on the north side, okay. yep. Because the area, like from Point State Park, you know, like where it's it's flattened there, right? It's right at the river's edge.
5: Well, that's that's the place that's become the drug haven.
4: Yeah, and you have to go up those steps to get out of that to get onto 14th Boulevard. You know, there's landscaping and you know the boulevard, but it's not like really a destination place.
5: It's not a destination place, but they're hoping it would be a destination place. But they're not going to be able to make it into a destination place if they don't do something about. What's going on down by the river? It's pretty much a homeless encampment, yeah, isn't it? Listen, I I can't tell you how many miles I've walked along that river. Yeah, on that side, both sides, both sides. But I love to park downtown, maybe get something to eat in the mm-hmm. cultural district, walk down the steps, and take the whole slow walk in yeah, the summer down much. to the.
4: Sometimes it's a little shaky.
5: Well, you, uh, there are so, there are two parts in particular that seem a little dangerous. Mm-hmm. In its best times, just because you can't quite see what's going on, it's dark down there. Yeah. But now...
4: Let me go down there. How about our friend Megan? Megan Spear is on the north side, right? She's on yes. the other side of the river, mm-hmm. further down. I mean, that's kind of like your second house By the
5: Children's Museum? Yeah. Uh, early next year, the concrete bollards and chains at the edge of the river, you know what I'm talking oh, about, yeah, on sure, the north yeah. side, those they're going to cool. be replaced with are decorative they? fencing to improve safety and enhance the artistic nature.
4: I like those. I'd like
5: them, too. Because they're
4: like old Pittsburgh. Like,
5: I, I agree know. with that. Um, Okay, the projects are being financed through a coalition of public-private and foundation support, Uh, la-la-la-la-la. What they're trying to do is look at these spaces as essential spaces that are going to draw people back downtown. Because since the pandemic, people have obviously worked from home. Things have changed so much. They feel like they need to do something to bring, to to have, to have people remember how much they liked being down there so that they'll come back again.
4: I don't know. That's a tall, tall order. Town was fragile before the pandemic, even with all the office workers. So the
5: year before the pandemic, we started having those spats of violence Mm -hmm. downtown. Do you know what I mean? Before that. Things were super good. I mean, I thought that was like to me that was the golden age of the of the you know uh, you know the artist, golden triangle. The, well, I was thinking of the um, theater district.
4: Okay, I mean, you know, I would say the golden age of the golden triangle was like the nineteen fifties through maybe the year two thousand. And then I think downtown changed. Once the big department stores left, Kauffman's, Gimbel's, Horns, and retail essentially disappeared. And then PNC, God bless them, they tried to do something. But essentially downtown has been void of small businesses. Right. Now it just seems to be a bit of a mess. The good news is that more people are living downtown than ever before, which they should have done right. many, many decades ago. Right. So. Maybe if Pittsburgh was a destination for affordable housing that middle-class people could live downtown, then... Well, it doesn't seem like any of
5: the housing that's opening up downtown is for middle-class people.
4: No, it's not. It's expensive to yeah, live downtown. Yeah, it's expensive. And there's no grocery store right, downtown. Right,
5: Well, there's going to be the... Tar- well, the Target is opened. Is that right?
4: Yeah, it's open. And but the, it's a the small Target. the Kaufman's. And what kind of groceries? I mean, kind of minimal. It's not like, a, you know... Well, if a, that's the only, a, if a that's the only
5: one, that's going to be everybody's sure. favorite one.
4: right. But before that, you had to leave downtown and go to the North Hills or this wherever and go shopping, grocery shopping.
5: Right. So what about – it's strange because we had for years, you know, all the years that I was a kid, we had all of the retail downtown. Loved it. Right? And we didn't have people living downtown. So
4: now it's flip flop. So
5: now it's flipped. If you live downtown, where are you going shopping? I I mean, I'm not talking groceries. I'm talking like – there's no department store. No. There's no Saks. There's no you're sacks. getting there's in your no... car and you're going out to Ross going Park to the Mall? Mall. That's I think what you're so, doing. Yeah. Right? right?
4: Yeah, you're going to Ross Park Mall probably because that's the case.
5: And are you, when's the last time you ate out downtown?
4: We went to the Brazilian Steakhouse.
5: I've always wanted to go there. The uh, one that's across from where Saks used to be.
4: Right. Yeah, it was my kid's birthday. And we're like, choose a place. And that's what he chose. It was fabulous. And the place was packed. But again, that was pre-pandemic.
5: Right. But wait, you went to the arts festival this year that was downtown?
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you eat? Uh, We did. Yeah. And the arts festival was in a different location. It wasn't in the park anymore for whatever reason. Uh, the arts best, arts festival was fun. Um, it was smaller, but I was ha- I'm always happy to be downtown. I'm, I'm a downtown person. I've been downtown on a regular basis since I was a kid. Right. We used to take a bus downtown when we were like 11 or 12 years old, and so you see. Oh, and you went
5: to Point Park, so. yeah,
4: and lived on the north side, and you know would regularly every day walk from the north side to downtown to go to college, and then go up to Oakland to do the Playhouse. So that's in my blood. But downtown, that's a really, everybody who lives in a downtown area, doesn't matter if it's Washington, D.C. or St. Louis or Atlanta, it comes with its own set of challenges. And it it changes a lot. It does. So Pittsburgh, again, trying to reinvent itself. You have to make it affordable for people, especially for families. Right now, it seems like it's singles or dinks, right? Double income, no kids or downtown. And that's cool. But... I mean, families are the lifeblood of this. So how right. can you make that turn around? Plus, I just read, you know, you were talking about downtown. They want to build movie theaters downtown.
5: Right, like six of them the or something? The Cultural
4: Trust on 6th Street, right next to the byme Theater, it had been originally a movie theater years ago. Right. Then it was a nightclub. Then it was a health club. Now they want to put six That's movie in the theaters. basement
5: of the Renaissance. Is that what you're talking about? Is that in the basement? On the yes. re- Or the first yes. floor of the Renaissance? First floor,
4: right, Yeah. They want to put in movie theater. No one's going to go downtown. To, first of all, no one's going to the movies anymore. Right. And especially movie theaters downtown, unless you live downtown. But there are, I think there's one theater downtown, the Harris Theater on Liberty Avenue. I'd love, you know what, to be honest, I'd like to live downtown. I'd like to experience what that's like. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a lot of fun, but a lot of work needs to be done. I meantime. think
5: I'd like to live on the North Shore. Okay. What do you think?
4: Yeah, I've, I like the I love the north side. Heck, every time I go to the north side, it's filled with nostalgia for me. Yeah, me too. Because I lived there while I was in college. I had a great time on the north side. We were there yesterday at the Priory. Right. It's I think it's a wonderful neighborhood Okay, what still.
5: about living on Washington's Landing?
4: Yeah. I'd love to do that. Me too. But that's that's kind of like a ghetto, Washington's landed. It is. It's the, its own thing. Yeah. Not yeah. a negative ghetto. No, I'm just right. saying yeah, it it's is. an enclave. You're there. There's not much you have to leave there. But it's like a closed community. It's almost like a gated community in some way without the gate.
5: Right. I think it would... I, I just like the idea of being surrounded by water on both mm-hmm. sides. Yeah, they've, done, they've done a nice job with those condos setting them up
4: they there. They sure have. But that's big money.
5: Yeah, and that's and that's why neither your family nor my family are doing it. (laughs) No. Which is the problem that kind of the crux of what we're talking about today.
4: Anyway, God bless these people trying to revitalize an area that needs some work. Would it be great that you know we had civic pride in downtown Pittsburgh and it was a place of vitality and the arts all together so people would gather. That's all. Okay, we'll take a quick break. That's the four o'clock hour of the ride home. Headed forward to the 5 o'clock. we got more ahead. We're going to talk with Doug Oster, right? We talked about Doug yesterday do you on the air. with your garden in the fall? And your composting troubles, you Oh, look. If you were Did downtown, you tell him about my composting no, troubles? No, but I'm going to bring it up.
8: 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word, Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeartTuneIn and Odyssey.
13: It's.com.
16: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. America's employers slowed their hiring in September but still added 263,000 jobs. September's jobless rate may mean the Federal Reserve's drive to cool the job market and ease inflation is starting to make progress. The government's report showed that last month's job growth was down from 315,000 in August and that the unemployment rate fell to 3.5%. Slower job growth would mean less pressure on employers to raise pay, and pass those costs on to their customers. Correspondent Jeremy House with that report. September's more moderate pace of hiring may be welcomed by the Fed, which is trying to restrain the economy enough to tame the worst inflation in four decades.
4: That's without causing a recession. On Wall Street, the Dow is nothing in this world beats real life experience now of course a lot of us have sent our kids to college there's a lot of classroom work and theory and whatnot but then hopefully there's a day where the rubber hits the road Mm -hmm. and your kid goes out and spreads wings and becomes part of the real life environment of what it is to earn a living
5: and prior to that the internship is what gets you ready Right. That's the time when you're like kind of in the work world, but not fully in the work world. Right. And you're kind of trying to test your wings and ask the questions and
4: get some guidance
5: and maybe perform well enough that you could get somebody's attention later on and maybe get a job.
4: Right. Now, at Grow City College, the opportunity for internships exists. Mm -hmm. And people cement themselves inside of a, a corporation and once you graduate then i mean the possibilities are endless on campus people come to grove city and go we know the nature the quality of these students this is an a plus we're invested in these students because we see what you produce count us in as corporate partners
5: So if that sounds interesting to you or something that might be appealing and a great thing for your child to strive for, consider Grove City College. Look them up online, gcc.edu. That's Grove City College.
9: Celebrate fall during Community Market Days at Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse. Every Saturday from 11 to 3 Bedner's has plenty to enjoy, including local goods and vendors, a food truck, live music, wine tastings, cooking and gardening workshops, DIY and kids activities plus everything you need for your fall gardening and decor with fresh cut pumpkins, gourds, corn stalks, mums and lots more. Community market days, every Saturday at Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse in McDonald. Visit bednersgreenhouse.com.
6: I love seeing the transformation of a smile.
9: There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row.
6: You don't have to do full mouth rehabilitation to really transform a patient's life. For a patient to be able to smile confidently and be happy with their own smile.
9: Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like the potential to participate in credited interest from market indexed returns and limit the downside? Join Michael Badalini for the Retirement and Income Radio Show, Saturdays at 1130 a.m. here on Word FM. You can also call Michael Badalini now for your complimentary customized Retirement and Income Radio Kit and Retirement and Income Radio Book at 1-844-449-SAFE. That's 1-844-449-7233.
1: Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight with a low of 39. Partly sunny tomorrow, breezy and cool will reach a high of 55. A moonlit sky tomorrow night. There can be frost in the normally colder spots. Make sure to cover your outdoor plants. We'll see a low of 37. Plenty of sunshine Sunday, a nice end of the weekend. We'll reach a high Sunday of 60. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon.
3: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Fabulous, isn't it? It's 5
4: o'clock on a Friday afternoon, and the sun's kind of struggling to get out.
5: Yeah, it's been kind of a dark gray fall day in Pittsburgh. I like it. But I have to tell you that um, it's still beautiful. I decided to make a trip out to Sorgals Orchard in Wexford mm-hmm, today. Um, and I wasn't feeling well earlier in the week. And so I just thought it'd be good to get outside yeah, anyway. A fresh um, and there are so many people there on the weekends because of the fall festivals and such. I decided to go out there anyway. As I, w- you know how much I love summer and mm-hmm. I always mourn the end of it. Yes. I'm super sad about it and I get like all melancholy and everything. When I was out there, and smelling the cider and seeing the taffy apples and, you know, I got a whole bunch of apples. I'm going to make apples. You know, all of that. Well, I guess it isn't
7: so bad is what I
4: thought. No, it's really beautiful, right? The season, I mean, is yeah, not so bad. no, that's very, very nice. I, I love it. But, you know, you just know what's coming, mm-hmm. which is the worst part of it all, right?
7: Mm-hmm.
5: So if you were going out to, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you because you you're want to fine. talk about no, something no, in particular. Okay. Um if you were going out to a farm market such as Sorgles, which I highly recommend in Wexford, what would you be looking for? Like when you think of fall treats, are you thinking pumpkin roll? Are you thinking... Pomegranates. Pomegranates. Because mm-hmm. that's what World Series means for you. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Fall and a pomegranate to me sort of go hand in hand. Mm. Yeah. yeah. A pumpkin roll would be very nice. A taffy apple or a caramel apple? Which one? What's a pomegranate? <laughs> it's not a candle. You <laughs> remember you fondly, Mike Duffy? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, a taffy apple. Uh, um, I think I'm going... I need to go old school and do the taffy apple. Really? Yeah. That, no, how I like do you it. do that? I no. like it.
5: That, your teeth are wrecked. No,
4: they're not. No, how no, no. How could you... No, what, I do you don't think know a caramel th- apples any better? Well, that's a good point. No, that's I mean, kind of they're fun. both kind of the same in a way.
5: Okay, now this is going to be an unpopular thing to say, but I'm going to be honest about who I am. I always... Pull out a knife and fork. I am not biting that thing off the stick. Really? Never. Not. in- Wait,
4: That's so feat. I know it is. You're using a knife I'm... and a fork with a caramel apple. All
5: I'm saying is that's who I am.
4: Really? That sounds funny. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Whatever. Different. But you would eat one, obviously.
5: Yeah, caramel apple, not mm. a taffy apple. Not a taffy apple. No, really. But the woman in front of me bought three
4: taffy apples. Mm-hmm. See, because she loves her kids, mm-hmm. she's going home and you go. They hey, were the babies. last three they had. Uh see, they sell. Were there caramel apples? They probably were all sold out. They,
5: too. I didn't see any. Mm.
4: When you get like a bag of caramels, I mean, do you go to town?
5: No, I don't like those a whole oh, lot. I love caramels. Do you?
4: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that, not my thing. A dark caramel? Mm-hmm.
5: Is that better? or war- I don't than know. The light better
4: for me. Does <laughs> it taste different? It's darker. It's like dark chocolate almost. Huh. Yeah, it's very nice. Okay. Mm-hmm.
5: I believe you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now you can get back to what you were going to no talk worries. about. Anyway,
4: I, um, are you a fan of 60 Minutes, the news program?
5: Listen, I... I know that CBS News does not have a perfect past. I think back to Dan Rather getting canned, which he should have for the whole G.W. Well, Bush scandal. That was ridiculous. That was so ridiculous.
4: Uh, I like 60 Minutes. I, I'm always interested in it. I'm it. Is it the longest-running news program it has to be. on television for, I think, almost 60 years? So this week, I was reading today, uh, on 60 Minutes... Southern Baptist Convention new president Bart Barber mm. will appear in a segment really? on sixty Minutes. Now I saw a quick preview there. I, I, it's just a matter of curiosity. It's not like you know, all of a sudden Morley Safer is going to come busting into the room <laughs> right. and have the cops with Bart Barber right. Barber Walters
5: I, is going to come out and give him the what for
4: right. I believe it's a curiosity, right, of what the Southern Baptist Convention is the recent struggles of what it is, and to introduce Bart Barber to a larger audience in America. I'll tell you what, that's brave. That's very brave. I wouldn't, if I were him, I would be scared to death. Bart Barber, no, I don't think this guy's a, he's a chicken. I think it's great. Bart Barber, he was a pastor in a small town of like 3,600 people for a decade. Okay. and one of those guys who did due diligence and was really faithful obviously he's a very bright man with his congregation and his denomination he has risen to national prominence in a very short order so i'll be really interested to see because they're coming out of a rough time are they not
5: they're still in a rough time i don't I think guess. i don't think they're coming out of it there's a lot of reckoning that well, has to be Well, changing,
4: done. with Bart Barber in there, it yeah. certainly changes the tone of the conversation and his ability to navigate through those rough times.
5: It's funny to talk about it, because the Southern Baptist Church doesn't mean a whole lot to people in, in, in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh.
4: No, or Western Pennsylvania. Right,
5: or in the Northeast in general.
4: But you go down to the Mason-Dixie line, oh my gosh. it's a lot. It's right. everything for a lot of right. people, right? It is
5: the largest denomination in America, but not only that, there's not even a close second. No, there isn't. I mean there the, there are fourteen million Southern Baptists Holy in America smokes. yeah the, I think the next highest denomination has eight hmm. seven i mean they the monopoly they have over the evangelical world is gigantic
4: right, so I'm really curious, I don't know oh, oh I'm sorry, I do know this is an Anderson Cooper piece
5: is it mm-hmm. you don't like Anderson. You don't trust
4: Anderson. I yeah, I'd say I don't. He's I just, a total pro. He is as, a pro. I just you know what crushes me about, about a lot of things. His appearance at New Year's Eve, he he looks like a fool. Yeah, he sullies himself as any sort of serious voice. Yeah, that New of journalism.
5: Why does he do that?
4: I don't know. I, to show do you think us, he has to do that? I don't know. I don't I can't imagine he has to do anything right uh, contractually. He Probably chooses what, but he. Oftentimes, it's a drunken, stupid yeah, conversation. Yeah, I agree. And it you know, makes sexual connotations, yeah. and it's a really odd... I completely odd evening. agree so, I guess that. And, and, of course, it's CNN, and take that with CBS. a grain of salt. Uh, no, but the CNN thing, uh, right? It's CBS. I'm sorry. It's CNN on New Year's Eve.
7: It is? Yes. Yeah. It's is a it? CNN
4: party, yeah. Okay. So take that, of course, with a I huge grain of salt. I can't tell you assault. how
5: little attention I pay to New Year's Eve on TV.
4: It's not really good. No, of course not. No. Right.
5: I mean, I mean, thought I was...
4: Dick Clark is long gone. I thought,
5: and Guy Lombardo.
4: Oh, Guy Lombardo. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I rarely watch cable news, period. I, and, and, and with that, I hardly ever watch so CNN. So Anderson Cooper
5: is with... C- CNN. I, okay. I thought he... But, I, but you're talking about 60 Minutes.
4: He's on 60 Minutes as well. Okay you know he carried it was a very smart move by 60 minutes to carry that audience from CNN over to CBS on mm-hmm. Sunday evening.
5: When CNN's looking for an audience wherever they can get right. one.
4: Now he's I would say his reporting on 60 minutes is very fair. Describe that what you know however you want. To well it will I- be interesting to see in
5: if we think that the treatment of Bart Barber's fair on Sunday. Yeah. I mean listen the Southern Baptist Church They're- deserves some very difficult questions asked mm-hmm. to them by the
4: outside world has there been any denomination or any no. right that has is escaped free from that no no of course you're not. absolutely right. right so anyway if you are a fan it would behoove you to see evangelical christianity looked at mm-hmm. through the lens of cbs news and specifically 60 minutes seven o'clock sunday night that's all
5: coming up next autumn in the garden is it possible and the correct answer is yes. To get five harvests from one planting of garlic. Uh, that's what Doug Oster says, editor of Gardening with Doug. Stay with us. We're going to talk about it next. Friday edition. Ride home.
8: 101.5 WORD. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New, new-, new
7: music.
2: Jason Gray, when I say yes.
7: When I say yes, Yes.
2: West with my story, my story, your glory, and I Speak Jesus from Charity Gale, I speak Jesus. celebrating 20 years of bringing Pittsburgh's
8: favorites and the best new music, 101.5 WORD on the weekend.
12: Christian television is one of the best way to tell the world the truth, where you don't have to live in chaos, and you can't access peace and hope and that there is a God who
6: loves you. Bridge of Hope is coming soon on Cornerstone Television Network. Get involved and hear from special guests, Auntie Ann Beeler, founder of Auntie Ann's Pretzels, David and Nicole Binion, Jay Gilbert, Mike Smalley, and Jennifer Evaz. Join us October 3rd through 7th at 8 p.m. on Cornerstone Television Network.
10: This is Pastor Tom Hall. People are capable of such goodness. So why are we at war with each other? It turns out the Christian faith is completely realistic about human nature. Faith gives us the tools to examine ourselves and imagine a better future. Join us for worship at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown, Sundays at 1045 for our sermon series, What's Wrong With Us?
16: Learn more at fpcp.org. My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell my doctor, but I didn't wait.
4: classic western pennsylvania fall saturday and sunday might i suggest you head on down to the Spring House, enjoy yourself for a pumpkin patch hayride hey marsh you're all ready to go aren't you
11: we are ready to go the tractors are loaded with hay we've got gas in the tank we are ready to take people for fun we're so tired of this rain and ready to take people up on the hill we have so much fun stuff up there john we have um big giant hay pyramids Built with those jumbo-sized bales, yeah. and then big pipes coming out of them to slide down. We have a big maze. He always tries to make it, you know, the child left behind thing. And then we have a little kids maze that the kids can just run through Wonderful. and feel pretty safe. Exactly. <laughs> and then we have all kinds of old-fashioned games, and we have great meals here—a pork belly buster and a mama meal, that value meal, plus our great classic menu that we have every day. And then on Sunday we have our hog roast and we'll have pork and sauerkraut, pit roasted pork, barbecue pork and all the fixings so it's a great weekend to come to the Springhouse.
4: Wow. Take your family down for a great weekend of fun and fabulous food. I'm telling you you're going to eat well and laugh as well. The Springhouse. Hey Marsh, have fun this weekend.
11: Thanks, John.
4: Yesterday uh, um, on yesterday's show, somehow, as want is to happen, the, the conversation kind of went downstream.
5: Ebbs and flows.
4: Yeah, we settled on, and I, I brought up composting.
5: Uh, that was because it was my this or, the, or my. Uh, does this make sense?
4: Oh right, mm-hmm. the compost pile, and you expressed reservations.
5: I expressed dissatisfaction with my uh, lack of lack of composting, like- and.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Dissatisfaction, your lack of composting.
5: <laughs> I feel like, uh, I, like composting is hard, and like I'm not able to do it. It seems like it's it's too high. I want to do it, but it seems too high of a mountain out decline. of your reach.
4: Okay, so say this: in a perfect world, yeah, if you yourself had a perfect compost heap, you would do what?
5: Well, I would enrich the soil of my garden. Is mm. what I would do. This
4: is a new loaf for radio. <laughs> the compost pile.
5: You guys, That's what we're composting is huge. I have a friend who lives in Highland Park yeah. who said that their neighborhood, whatever the municipality is in Highland Park. It's the city of Pittsburgh. Is it really? Yeah. But I think they might have a smaller unit. Anyway, they have group composting. So you group put home. all Jeez. of your compost outside. Uh, some municipality truck picks it up. And then when the spring comes, they deliver really? compost to your house.
4: What the heck? That sounds like heaven. Composting. Doug Oster, are you there?
17: Oh, I'm listening. Yes, this is all good stuff. But Kathy, why aren't you composting? Well,
5: because it seems like it's hard and I don't know how and I don't know what to do, Doug. Stop there. Stop.
17: Anything that once was living will become compost. Oh. Regardless of what you do to it. So it's not complicated. Oh. What it what it is is just getting whatever you want to compost and putting it in a place where I don't that could be a bin, that could be a pile, that could be anything and just letting it sit there until it becomes compost. Now, there's ways to get it quicker. There's ways to build it. There's ratios between browns and greens. But the thing about composting is it is the greatest way to recycle because you get the direct benefit as a gardener. When we recycle our bottles and our cans, we're just doing that like, oh, I'm going to help the environment. But this way, first off, 50% of what you are sending now to the landfill, shame, shame, uh, <laughs> will now stay on site and will turn into compost. There's there's nothing to it. It's just having an area. The only thing out of the kitchen we don't save when we're saving things for compost is meat, oils and creamy dairy. Everything else is good to go. And the reason we don't keep those three things in the compost pile is they can attract rodents. But when you just when you don't put that stuff in. And you just make this pile, and, and, like, every time I throw something in the compost pile, I'm throwing either shredded leaves on top of it or some some straw, you know. It's so funny because, you know, my neighbor was walking by. We live in the woods, and neighbor was walking on a trail and, and thought nothing of me bringing out this bag of, you know, onion scraps and uh, potato peelings and stuff and and dumping it into this area and throwing straw over it. He was just talking to me like it was was just another day for two neighbors to meet because he knows I'm the compost dude. Interesting. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, to him it's nothing. And, you know, sometimes your neighbors will be like, what are you doing? But it doesn't smell, and you just make this pile, and a year later it's
4: compost. Interesting. Okay, so wait, Doug, so in your kitchen, though, then you've gotta have like your regular trash, your recycled trash, if you're doing that, and your compost trash.
17: Exactly, and this is the hardest part about starting this, is getting your significant other, I mean, husbands, <laughs> to, to agree that we're going to now split the waste stream, that we're gonna, some stuff's gonna go to the trash, and some stuff's gonna go into this area, and what's interesting about that, like in my house, my kids are in their 30s. They're gone. But their whole life, they they knew nothing different. It was no big deal to throw the apple cores into the compost area and, you know, something that can't be recycled into the trash area. It was when people would come over, you know, and, oh, no, Uncle Ed, no, no, that doesn't go in the trash. That goes into the compost. Hmm. So it's just it's just setting up a system, you know, and as long as everybody in the house is, is okay with it, it's it's pretty easy to do. It's it's not for everybody, but it should be, <laughs> because what you get out of it is this amazing, uh, odor-free, great soil amendment. You know that 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 when you put that, you know, we talk about this all the time. When you put that into your garden, it gives the plants everything it needs, and they'll they'll basically outgrow most pests or diseases.
5: So I don't need to spend. Three hundred dollars on some uh, on a special composting mm-hmm. bin
4: a bucket or a, a what just a, a trash can,
17: well, you need something that's gonna be about at least three foot by three foot by three foot. I make my little bins out of uh old pallets, you know shipping pallets, mm-hmm. you have to know what was being shipped on them It has to be something safe, no chemicals or anything. You just screw them together, but you could use you know uh. A chicken wire around something. Just you, you want it to be able to breathe, and you want it to get water coming in on the on the top of it, and you need it to be big enough so that it, it when it when everything starts happening. What's happening here is everything from microbes to earthworms are eating up that stuff and turning it into compost. And one of my favorite things to do in the winter is to shove a crowbar down in there, and when kids come over, I say, "Put your hand on that crowbar," and it's one hundred and sixty degrees. <laughs> because in the center of that compost pile, this is happening. This process is happening,
7: really?
17: and it's turning this stuff that we put in there, and it's, it's everything that's left over from the garden. Like right now, when frost hits, we're throwing all our annual foliage and such in there. Anything that wasn't diseased is going in there. And then every day, something out of the kitchen. And as I said, it's a great way to recycle, but also you're getting the, this what we call black gold. And you'll never make enough. You know, that's why I'm always buying compost. You'll never make enough, but it feels good, but it's also one of those things that it's uh, utilitarian. It's helping you garden.
3: Very nice.
5: Doug Oster's with us, editor of Gardening with Doug at Doug Oster. That's dot com.
4: Very nice. Okay, Doug, let's move on then. We love that treatise on uh, composting, but here we are, right? I mean, it's going to get cold before you know it. Have you started to put your garden to bed yet?
17: No, you know... And, and there's nothing wrong with putting it to bed now. I have to wait to the last day. I have to wait until till the frost actually takes it. Until I, you know, and it, it's I guess sort of ridiculous because I know I'm going to be out there and my fingers are going to be freezing as I pull up these annuals. That but I want them. I want to see those peppers and tomatoes and flowers and everything till the very last day. Uh, there's nothing wrong with getting that stuff out now. It's just not the way I do it. The thing about cleaning up the garden nowadays, of course, we're always taking anything like, you know, anything from the vegetable garden, anything from our, our impatience and marigolds, or those sort of things that, that perish with the frost. We want to get those out of there because that can be a place for diseases and pests to overwinter. But in our perennial gardens, we want to leave that stuff up nowadays. It used to be to say, oh, cut it down. make yeah, it Yeah, you'd nice cut it deep. all the
5: way right down to the ground. But now we leave it up for
17: the good bugs a place for the good bugs to spend the winter that's all it is the the beneficial uh, insects the pollinators all that sort of thing but i'm with that being said now i leave mine up because i know it's a good thing to do but i always tell people the garden's for you if that drives you nuts because it doesn't look stand, it doesn't
5: look great Doug
17: well beauty's in the eye of the beholder yeah, that's a good point. yeah it really is because You know, there is beauty in these seed heads and, uh, you know, these stems and such. But if it's not beautiful for you, that's what I'm saying, it's okay. It's okay to make it look the way you want it to look. You don't have to do this. I mean, come on, there are millions of acres of open fields and such that are left this way. You know, your little patch is not going to make that much of a difference. Yes, it feels better to leave it up to have to think that you're helping, you know, the good bugs, but again, I always say the garden's for you. If, if it drives you nuts and you can't stand the way it looks, there's nothing wrong with making it the way you want it to be.
5: Doug Oster with us, editor of Gardening with Doug. What about um, planting trees? We talked about that last time, and you said that people think the planting trees is reserved for the spring, but you said fall is, is a good time. Is is it too far gone into fall?
17: Oh no, no. We 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 put trees in all the way until the ground freezes. We put shrubs in we put perennials in we put bulbs in until the ground freezes this is an important time to plant and you know planting a tree is super easy you dig the hole you know two times bigger than the root ball you make sure it's not too deep you put that native soil back in there you don't stake it up or anything just let it do its thing and you water it in and if we don't get water or rain you know, during the, the end of the season here, we add a little bit of water, but it's just the perfect time to do these things because, again, like we talked about before, it's all about root growth. They are not trying to put on new growth or anything. All they want to do is get established in that root zone. That's why fall is the best time to plant. I know that you've been gardening all summer long, and you're like, oh, it's cold now, I can take a break, but don't there's there's stuff you plant now will make your garden so much better next spring and especially bulbs i'm always begging people to plant uh tulips daffodils crocus hyacinth especially daffodils daffodils are just they're perennial they're beautiful there's 13 different divisions it's easy to do get yourself a bulb auger. it's just like a a big drill bit you put on your drill and you can put 100 of those bulbs in, in in 10 minutes, 15 minutes.
4: Fabulous. Doug, of course, you are gardening, I would say, probably most of the year. Is there ever a period like a few weeks or a month or so where you're sitting by your window and looking at the snow and thinking, if I could just get out there? Or, I mean, is there ever a dull season for you? Most of the winter? <laughs> I'm
17: gardening all winter long. Are you? <laughs> Well, indoors, you know, I've, I've got all these – I'll bring all these plants in that I love. I'll put uh, herbs on the windowsill, uh, you know, African violets. Uh, I do microgreens. We'll, when we get cold, we'll talk about microgreens. It's just a easy, fun thing to get a packet of seeds of, like, radishes or something, and I grow them on the windowsill. I'm always doing something in the garden. But we all need a little break, and that's what winter provides. I have a driveway that is awful. It's, it's steep, and with a switchback – that uh, supplies me all the work I need that I would usually work <laughs> in the garden. Now in the winter, I work on that darn driveway mm. and I'm, I'm not looking forward to blowing all the leaves off it and getting that driveway in shape and keeping it clear for everybody to get up and down.
5: Right. Doug, you mentioned bringing herbs in from outside. Um, talk about what that process is. Is it just as easy as, you know, digging up the herbs and putting them in a pot on your windowsill?
17: Definitely put them in that pot. We, what we do, we bring any plant in. We put them into like a sort of halfway house, like a sun porch or just some place that warms up a little bit, but doesn't. Uh, they're not with all the other plants. We see what hatches out, if anything, you know. And if we get some, you know, aphids or spider mites or something easy like that, we just we use an organic control called insecticidal soap or horticultural oil. They can't. You know, we don't want chemicals in the house. The, mm-hmm. you just spray. You spray that on the the, the pest. Uh, it smothers the pest, and now you bring the plant in. And oh, picking herbs all winter oh long. Oh my gosh! With, with yeah. Window sill garden. Come on. I mean, I mean, you want something fresh when you can't get it. You know, for me, but most of my basil's done. It's gotten too cold and I already miss it. <laughs> I've got like four or five plants pulled aside that I took some cuttings of, and I'm going to grow those out on the windowsill because I've got to have my herbs, fresh herbs, for the winter. So are your
5: cuttings in soil in the basement or in some kind of, you have a little potting well, shed or something? Luck,
17: luck, luckily, I have a, a little green shed. Uh, I'm sorry, greenhouse. Don't uh, don't hate me.
7: Mm-hmm.
17: Uh, I have a little greenhouse, and so I've got, I took some cuttings earlier in the year uh, for a video. You know, it's, it's on the website. And this certain variety that I really love, I want to see how it does in, indoors under windowsill light. Sometimes basil doesn't do too well on the window, but if you keep it on the dry, keep these herbs on the dry side, get as much light on them as you can on the windowsill, they'll, they'll make it. That's all we want. We want them just to survive, and then we can trim them as we need it, and then in the spring, back out they go, and we do it again. Very
4: nice. Doug, thanks an awful lot. You make gardening fascinating and fun. fun. Always <laughs> appreciate your passion.
17: Kathy, you better start composting or I'm coming after
5: you. Okay, listen, um, if I, I you know, I've texted you with emergencies before. This might be another one. So just keep your your phone on,
4: okay, pal? I mean, composting emergencies are pretty low on the scale. (laughs) Doug Oster, dougoster.com. That's a good point
14: I got behind in my taxes. It's a horrible feeling.
15: He was in denial.
14: When I got those letters from the IRS, you wanted to act like they didn't exist.
15: Finally, Dan turned to Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients. Optima got me a settlement with the IRS. These people are really people-friendly. It was every bit of a new lease on life for me. The fast action and the great results made Dan's head spin.
0: I felt like I was
14: in a dream, but it's real, and I have paperwork to prove it. They got the job done, and life is good.
15: for tech- Help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation.
14: If you're worried about what's going to happen with the IRS, stop worrying.
15: Make the call now. Call 800 965 1433. 800 965 1433. 800 965 1433. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.
9: Meet Brad. Brad's hard at work, or at least his website is. Ever since he added live chat with Salem Surround, Brad's customers are getting their questions answered 24 7. Website purchases have gone up 35%, and they're over three times more likely to buy from him again. No bots, just real people helping real people. Live chat, one of the easiest, most affordable ways Salem Surround can increase your business while you do other things or nothing at all. Ask us how at surroundpittsburgh.com.
0: Trip to Europe, visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums, go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to your retirement blueprint with Kurt Kinotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC.
8: Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh.
9: Parental involvement is the key to your child's success at school. This is Rich Askey, Treasurer of the Pennsylvania State Education Association. Whether it's volunteering at school, communicating with teachers on a regular basis, or helping with homework, we know that parental involvement is crucially important. So get involved. Working together, parents and educators can make this a great school year for every student in Pennsylvania.
1: A message from the Pennsylvania State Education Association. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight with a low of 39. Partly sunny tomorrow, breezy and cool. We'll reach a high of 55. A moonlit sky tomorrow night. There can be frost in the normally colder spots. Make sure to cover your outdoor plants. We'll see a low of 37. Plenty of sunshine Sunday, a nice end of the weekend. We'll reach a high Sunday of 60. With your AccuWeather forecast,
4: I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Follow this uh, this uh, person, Tim Wilson, on Twitter, and uh, he's part of a Christian History magazine. Okay, who we talked to some, yep. what? What was her name? Uh, we talked to earlier this week.
5: Uh, we talked to Jen Pollock Michelle. Jen, pa- but that's not who we talked to. But no. she's from Jen Pollock. I believe is from Christian History. Uh, um, we also
4: talked with. Um, we talked to Jennifer Woodruff. There we go. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, anyway, two so, Jens. Um, here's the post. We ask over seventy. Christian authors, whatever that might mean, who are these Christian authors to help identify the most influential writings from Christian history after the Bible? Okay, here are some interesting um, threads about those twenty-five. So twenty-five,
5: twenty-five isn't very many. So that's a pretty, uh,
4: pretty tight list. Yeah, right. What's interesting is that I look at this list of the twenty-five. Two were written in the twentieth century. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll quickly uh, go through these. Okay, I, I, I can't idea. wait to hear them. Uh, 25 forward is where I'll go, okay? okay. No, number 25, Martin Luther, mm. Lectures on Rome. Got it. 1515. Yep. Pope Gregory, Pastoral Rule from 591. Don't know that. Jonathan Edwards, Religious Affections, 1746. Got it. John Wesley, A Plain Account of Christian Perfection, mm. 1777. I read that. Uh, Westminster Confessions, got it. Sixteen forty six, Augustine on the Trinity, mm. four hundred on the Trinity. Mm-hmm. I
5: have not read Augustine on the Trinity.
4: Um, that's eighteen seventeen, um, Augustine on Christian teaching, three ninety seven. Uh, I haven't read that either. Anselm, why God became man, from ten ninety five. Dante, the Divine Comedy, thirteen hundred. Got it. Karl Barth. Church Dogmatics.
5: I know about that. I never read it.
4: All right. Um, I'm not doing well. Martin Luther, Freedom of a Christian. Got it. 1520. Uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, The Cost of Discipleship. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1937. The Book of Common Prayer. Mm-hmm. 1549. Benedict, Rule. 540s. Thomas A. Kempis, The Imitation of Christ. Got it. 1418. C.S. Lewis, Mere Christianity, nineteen fifty-two. Got it. The Nicene Creed, three twenty-five. John Bunyan, Pilgrim's Progress, sixteen seventy-eight. Okay, so let
5: me say something about John Bunyan. Mm -hmm. First of all, I love Pilgrim's Progress, but it's way too long. It's very. It's way too long. Way too long.
4: Could use an editor.
5: The the annotate. I I really and I, I very rarely say this, but I will say. That the condensed version is better. Mm-hmm. I think it. I truly think it because is. You didn't have an editor.
4: Yeah. All right, uh, John Bunyan. Martin Luther, the Ninety Five Thesis. Got it. Fifteen. So Martin Luther
5: with three things for Martin there.
4: Augustine. Oh. City of God. I've read that. Okay. John Calvin institutes of Christian okay. religion. Fifteen thirty six, and the top two: Thomas Aquinas, uh, Summa Theologica. Yeah, I never read that. Twelve sixty five and one, Augustine Confessions. Confessions. I read that. Okay. Can you imagine? Wow.
5: Okay, that would be really great to be able to have read all all 25 of those. Uh,
4: maybe I've got three, Yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I have... Our maybe. friend Jerry Boyer, what do you think? Uh, Jerry, Jerry's a pretty deep reader. Yeah, I'd have to ask him. I wonder, wonder how many yeah. of those he's read. Save the list and go back to it at yeah. some point. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll take a quick break, come back. What's up next? Oh, yeah, coming we, up
5: next, it's a Week in Review, John. A
4: week in Review. When
5: we look back, what are we listening to? Conversations that made us think, what we're
8: watching. What hacked us off? News. 101.5 WORD.
2: You're listening now, so we know you're a fan of the radio station. I am a big fan. And we want you to know that we appreciate you.
6: I'm your number one fan.
2: That's why we've developed the Word FM Fan Club. It's free to join, and once you do, you can take part in exclusive surveys and contests. Yeah, I love contests. Special offers. Great giveaways. Discounts. Freebies.
17: I'd like to win one of these
2: contests. Become a member today. Go to wordfm.com slash and sign up. We're big fans.
10: First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. call advantage gold at 800-900-8000 call 800-900-8000
1: advantage gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor consult with your financial advisor before investing
12: christian television is one of the best way to tell the world the truth where you don't have to live in chaos and you can't access peace and hope and that there is a god who loves you
6: bridge of hope is coming soon on cornerstone television network Get involved and hear from special guests Auntie Ann Beeler, founder of Auntie Ann's Pretzels, David and Nicole Binion, Jay Gilbert, Mike Smalley, and Jennifer Evaz. Join us October 3rd through 7th at 8 p.m. on Cornerstone Television Network.
15: Gain presents a tale of longing and long lasting scent. Dear love of my life, we were on the 12B bus when I caught a whiff. A scent so fresh, so life-changing, I had to find its source. I didn't know if you were the woman in the pink freshly washed cardigan, or the retired mailman next to me, but I knew one of you was my soulmate. Ah, the scent of Gain Flings. Add Gain scent beads for an even longer-lasting scent.
9: Celebrate fall during community market days at Bedners Farm and Greenhouse. Every Saturday from 11 to 3, Bedners has plenty to enjoy, including local goods and vendors, a food truck, live music, wine tastings, cooking and gardening workshops, DIY and kids activities, plus everything you need for your fall gardening and decor. With fresh cut pumpkins, gourds, corn stalks, mums, and lots more. Community market days every Saturday at Bedners Farm and Greenhouse in McDonald. Visit bednersgreenhouse.com. It's been another week. That
4: means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? I hate to say, people were talking about Armageddon, nuclear annihilation. Mm-hmm. I mean, here we go. We're going to blow up the world. Putin's gone crazy. Biden's responding. That, that's worrisome, is it not?
5: It is worrisome, but when I was answering the question, I said, Kenny Pickett?
4: <laughs> okay, good. You're healthier than I am. What was a conversation that made you think? Okay, the aforementioned Jennifer Woodruff Tate. We came on to talk about one thing, but then all of a sudden we started talking about Eucharistic theology and practice, Mm -hmm. loving communion, the bread and the wine at the altar. I mean, she's an Episcopal priest. Yeah.
5: So our conversations was were all about like, what about this little, you know, dual unit that a lot of us have been using since COVID started? You know, you get a little bit of bread, right. a little bit of wine on and the.
4: What bottom. do you believe happens at communion? Exactly, that's a big deal.
5: And is is it different between wine and grape juice, mm-hmm. or? Can you just do bread? And what about the common cup? Yep. Are crazy people still doing the common cup? And yep. she's like, well, yeah, yeah, I do the common cup and every we do week. it
4: every week. I thought it was a fest. Is that what you thought too? Yes. Group? Okay. Very good. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, That's okay. the conversation that made me no, think.
5: Okay. No, The conversation that made me think was yesterday at the pastor's appreciation lunch with Paul Shepard.
4: Yeah. Paul
5: Shepard, who I I just-
4: 3.30 here in Word FM.
5: Deeply, deeply appreciate. He talked to the pastors who were there yesterday and he said, look, there is a way- way too much negativity right now Mm -hmm. amongst Christians. You're talking about the candidate you don't like. You're talking about the pastor you don't like or the denomination you don't like, whatever. What happened to us having good news to share with the world? And why are we dwelling on on all of the horror that is there there even if there is horror to live through there is joy at the end hebrews says that for the joy set before him jesus endured the cross yeah. well if jesus can endure a cross based on what he knew was coming that's our has to be our model
4: yep right yeah he said you know you we people the good news you telling people they're going to hell that's, is not good news right. i get that what did you eat we have this restaurant in our neighborhood. Which I have never gone to and I would love to. It's called Hanadis. Let me just say this. This is not a sit down place, it's a takeout only. It's a little tiny place. It's a it's a husband and wife and their son, Hanades. They bill it as I think it's a lack of a classification. They call it Mediterranean. Okay. I would say it's more Lebanese. Well, Mid- not the Mediterranean. Middle Eastern perhaps. Okay. Um Chicken, rice, grape leaves, roasted uh, spicy cauliflower, mm. baklava, uh, hummus. It's fresh. It is absolutely off the charts delicious. Hanadis. I've got to get there. If you're anywhere in the East End, on Ardmore Boulevard is where this place is. I'm telling you, it's a little tiny place. It can fit six people at the counter. Hanadis. It's fabulous. Look it up.
5: I've been uh, eating Honeycrisp Apples from Sorgals. Thank you for bringing us Yeah, up. so happy was, yeah, happy nice. to do it. I have one every night in a salad. Picture this. So it's greens of your choice, a Honeycrisp Apple from Sorgals chopped mm. up, candied walnuts, and the feta, the Greek feta from Stimulus Market oh. in Penn Ave- on I Penn mean, Avenue in the Strip District. That sounds really good. Listen to me. It is everything you want in a salad. You put a nice sharp vinaigrette on top, Mm. and you're going to be happy all weekend long.
4: That sounds excellent. What did you watch? It was Buster Keaton's 127th (laughs) birthday. (laughs) Oh my gosh! I talked about it. I think Tuesday. So I went home and I said, "Hey, Buster Keaton. We love in our house. We grew up on Buster Keaton. My kids know Buster Keaton. They." We were all about silent films. Wow. Yeah. And we'd go to the video store. This was before, you know, streaming took place. We were always doing silent films. We're heroes. He's our big hero. Buster Keaton is. So we went and there's a film that's streaming called The Great Buster, A Celebration. Mm. And it's a documentary produced by Peter Bogdanovich, of all people. Oh, really? Fabulous film. We watched it, I think, Tuesday night. Well, well worth it. The Great Buster, A Celebration.
5: Wow, that was totally unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, I am so deep into MI5, which is a BBC oh, yes, production, sure, yes. which is on BritBox, which is available on Prime. I absolutely love this show. Mm-hmm. Matthew McFadden, uh, Keely Hawes are the two stars. It is so The Brits can do they it. They can... can do the drama better than anybody. It's about uh, intelligence work. It's an I'm... older series? Yeah. It's 20 years old. Okay. So, the quality of it, as far as the video quality, it's not high def.
3: Still holds up, though.
5: It still holds up. Nice. It's so good that it, I love it. Excellent.
3: What hacked you off? We
4: talked yesterday about the Post Gazette going on strike and the Block family's refusal to engage. Now, of course, this is a very deep story. It goes back many, many years. It includes the tragedy of the decline of the print right. world, and the. I mean, but the Block family—they run billion-dollar businesses. They are not engaging with their employees. These uh, typesetters, reporters, all these people who work for the PG have not had a raise in 16 years. I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on! I'm, I get it. Yeah. It's old media, right. but still. I mean, you say you're in the business of this, then treat people fairly. That's all.
5: What hacks me off is that there are so many former pirates who are involved in major ways in playoff action, which starts this afternoon. Yeah, it's I can't. I mean, so uh, I'm going to read this again. Uh, Quintana is going to get the start tomorrow afternoon versus the Phillies. Glasnow is going to start Saturday afternoon versus the Guardians. Musgrove is going to start Saturday night versus the-
4: <laughs> Plus, there's Garrett In Cole. the divisional
5: series, Tyone, Cole Anderson, and Charlie Morton are all starting. Yeah. I mean, what Can you imagine what a great team would have had the if they kept deal. those guys? Because Can you believe all of those stinking pitchers?
4: Yeah. Of course. That's our legacy. That
5: leave the Pirates and become excellent. We stink. I know. Listen. We stink I told so you, badly. I
4: read an article today about a woman who was a New York Yankees fan in her obituary. She thanked the Pittsburgh Pirate Organization for providing the New York Yankees with quality players in her obituary. That should tell you everything. What was the best news you heard this week? We went away last Friday night and drove up to Penn State to hang out with my kid. We had such a good time. I mean, here's the thing. You spend like 30 hours with your kid. You get to see him. Yeah. You get to see him with their friends, yeah. in his environment. We hiled. It was such a blast. We What a perfect day and a half we had up there. Even though the weather was Didn't wretched. Matter. We had a fabulous time. So that was our best news this week. Wow. The three of us were together, all that family up there, all that Penn State stuff. Look, I'm wearing my Penn State sweatshirt. Yeah, right it's there. a little hard for me. Okay, sorry. But uh, mm-hmm. we are Penn State.
5: I'm wearing pit colors, by mm-hmm. the way, in case you're wondering, trying to bounce things out visually. Uh, the best news I heard this week is that, um, you know... I we finished some home renovations a little bit ago, and I've never had a fireplace. I've never had a fireplace in a house that I lived in. And for the first time, I've got a fireplace. Nice. What's so it's going like? to get cold tonight. And I'm telling you, I am geeked about nice. it.
7: Geeked live,
4: about it. Living your best life
7: right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Really are.
4: What have you been listening to? Okay, I think this is apropos for the season. Okay. Um, this is what I've been listening to. It kind of sets the stage for where we are right now.
6: Oh my York. gosh, Ella! Why does it seem so
7: inviting?
6: Autumn in New York. It spells the thrill of first nighting. Isn't that
4: beautiful? She's very Better unique, one of a kind. Ella Fitzgerald, nice. Autumn in New York. I think it's
5: my favorite. That's a, I mean, it's been recorded by so many people. Yeah. But that could be my favorite recording of mm. that. I absolutely love it's not, it. Snodgrass does a fine job. Uh, I, I know. No. But I still think Ellis is better. Okay, yes. Gary, hit it. That's I speak Jesus. Charity Gale and Stephen Musso.
4: Is that beautiful? It sure is beautiful. Love it. Very, very nice.
5: That's it. So week in review. And
7: that's
4: John and Kathy's week in
5: review.
11: Pumpkins, 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 and more pumpkins. Pumpkins are what the Springhouse is thinking about this time of year. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse, and we love sharing our farm with you during this beautiful time of year. We've got all kinds of fun planned for you and your family to be able to spend the whole day on our farm pumpkin patch hay rides, a petting zoo, giant square bale stack and pipes for sliding, a hay maze and a corn maze, pumpkin picking right out of the field, old-time games under a tent up on the hill, and lots more. And when you get hungry, of course, we have great eats inside, too, with lots of pumpkin creations, pumpkin pie, pumpkin cookies, pumpkin bread, pumpkin custard, and even pumpkin black bean chili. Every October Saturday features a family-friendly meal, and October Sundays features Our 4 H hog roast with all the fix ins. Plan to spend a memory making day on the farm at the Springhouse in 84 PA, 724 228 3339 or SpringhouseMarket.com.
13: Hi, I'm Al Averroa, founder of Knight Strategic Wealth. Inflation is a problem, markets are volatile, and the risk of running out of money in retirement is real. That's why I love annuities and you should too. Your financial advisor doesn't want you to know that with our annuity strategy, when the stock market goes up, you earn a market link return that locks in every year. And when the stock market goes down, your annuity won't lose a dime. There are no unnecessary fees and it works for your investments, money at a brokerage firm, or even money at a bank. It's simple, it's safe, and you should only invest if you learn the facts. And that's why savvy investors work with us. Want to learn more? Text FREE to 833-898-0500 and we'll send our retirement readiness kit directly to your phone right now. If you want to use safe, low fee annuities to build a retirement portfolio that will go up with the market and never lose money, get our retirement readiness kit today and see how this strategy can help secure your future. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Text FREE to 833-898-0500.
5: Do you have a passion for helping others? Turn it into a rewarding career at Life Steps. Life Steps is hiring caring people to make a difference in the lives of individuals with disabilities. Full-time and part-time positions available with opportunities close to home. No degree or experience necessary. Life Steps offers flexible schedules, paid training, and generous benefits. Make a difference today. Call 724-283-1010 or visit lifesteps.net. Life Steps is an equal opportunity employer.
16: Want to say big on new blinds? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big-box retailers. Shop Blindster now and save 45% off any order. Just use code RADIO. Offer ends soon. Shop today. Blindster.com.
8: Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, in and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh.
4: Well, the aforementioned weekend looks to be very nice, although a little chilly. Mm-hmm. But there are always things to do out and about. Um, Here's a couple of things. Storytelling and dance. The Pittsburgh Ballet Theater will be at the August Wilson Cultural Center in downtown, which surprises me. Uh PBT, I would think, would be, you know... At the Benetton. Yeah. Anyway... Are they at
5: Heinz Hall? No, that, no, it's at the Bennett. Yeah, the I thought so.
4: yeah. Um, Storytelling in Motion, August Wilson African Center. Performance times are 7.30 this evening and Saturday and 2 o'clock uh, on uh, Sunday. The mixed repertoire production features internationally acclaimed contemporary pieces. Tickets are 29 bucks. I haven't seen dance in a long time. Yeah. I'd love to see dance. Yeah, uh, The Walk to End Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's Association will host the Pittsburgh Walk to End Alzheimer's beginning with registration, 8 o'clock Saturday at Highmark Station. The uh, walk gets underway at 9.30. Uh, more than 80,000 people, of course, living with diseases. Um, uh, I'm sorry, 280,000 nationwide uh, with diagnosed al- Alzheimer's. So uh, that's a worthy cause. The fall flower show at Phipps gets mm, underway. Nice special features of the chrysanthemum.
5: I've never been to the fall flower show. What?
4: I thought you were a member of Phipps. I
5: am. I've never been to the fall flower show. And you're a member? Can you still. believe that? Isn't that stupid? Uh,
4: that's like the flower show. You no, always go the spring show, right? Spring, yeah. So it runs through October 30th. Wow. Okay. Have I have to do that. Yeah. Uh, the um, Pittsburgh Society of Artists' the 56th annual exhibition opens this evening. And uh it's in Carnegie. Have you been to, ever been no, to No,
5: I was thinking you were talking about the Pittsburgh Center for the Arts on Fifth Avenue.
4: Nope. Okay. This is in Carnegie. Special events associated with the exhibition. Pittsburgh poets are gonna be there. Uh this this society began in sixty five. There'll be three hundred members working a variety of visual arts nice. medium and uh it will be juried as well. And uh like to see that. It's a great. Art exhibition.
5: Uh, Earth, Wind & Fire is here this what? weekend, Saturday, and C.C. Uh, Winans is here also. C.C. Winans where? Yeah, I don't know. And really? I don't, uh, I don't know. Earth, and Wind and & Fire. What I'd love to do is see them together.
4: Yeah, wouldn't that be? Uh, he'd fit right in there. That
5: would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's National Frappé Day, John. I want to know if you're celebrating Saturday. that, and is that an important holiday it's for you? It's not
4: really a... App- but I, if someone said you want a frappé, bring it.
5: I think it's such a great idea. Mm-hmm, yeah. I if I could have a frappe every day I would, but then I couldn't fit in my pants.
4: Right. That's a problem.
5: But I love uh any frappes, like do you like a frappuccino? Sure. Do you? Uh, bring it. Have you had the McCafe from Mm, McDonald's? No. No.
4: It's that can't be any good.
5: Delicious. The mocha frappe Mm -hmm. is absolutely awesome. I mean it. It is so good. It is so good. Uh, your favorite frappuccino? Do you have one that I, you I
4: can't say I do have a favorite. Okay, would no. you take any of them? Yeah, I would. So
5: you do, so you... I just
4: raise my hand. Please but bring it over to like me. You don't
5: like coffee ice cream.
4: Yeah, but I'd be happy to have that.
5: Why is it... what's the know. difference? I don't
4: know. I just yeah, I can't make sense of myself.
5: What about would you take like the um the uh, pumpkin spice?
4: Mm, yeah. Maybe you and Christy could do that, right? I don't
5: know if I want to do that. Yeah. I think I'll stick with like some java chip or something.
3: Stay warm this weekend, Mike.